actual Jesus birthday January 3rd, but later on two parents accept to celebrate you know, 25th of December. So I think I'm really grateful to parents allow us to celebrate together, you know, uh, centering on December uh, 25th. Good morning, good morning. My dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace, 안녕하십니까? Merry Christmas. I hope you have a Merry Christmas today. Have a happy day, everyone. My family really had a great time on Christmas Day. I became Santa Claus and hosted family worship. I want to show some of my family, uh, I know, uh, worship service. Yeah, we had a family worship service on Christmas Day. And we offer our Gyeongbae greetings to true parents and Jesus. And, uh, and my uh, daughter's family is supposed to join, but uh, she could not join because, you know, my family, too big family, no, you know, not enough room. So she really uh, uh, moved out to other place. So she could not join. But anyway, our remaining family had a very beautiful ceremony. This is uh, how husband and wife, my wife and me and Gyeongbae worship each other first. Of course, we first Gyeongbae to my uh, parents in law. My children, grandchildren, all did Gyeongbae to my wife and me. And uh, my couple gave holy food to each member of the family. And then later on, I show, I, you know, giving some very simple sermon about uh, Jesus' life, how he was born, how he crucified, and why true parents come again. I talked to my grandchildren with a video. It was very, very beautiful, even though very short, very meaningful and powerful. And this is a commemorative photo taken with my grandchildren. And then, and then this is a family photo, and it is a really, really incredible time. And also, we had a very beautiful meal. My family prepared a lot of delicious food and ate it happily together. Everyone in our family had a happy time. I hope you two have a very good time with your family today. I think when we celebrate, do not celebrate just a horizontal way. So I always need to keep vertical tradition, you know? And then Gyeongbae to Heavenly Parents and True Parents and Gyeongbae to Jesus and then entire family really Gyeongbae each other, children Gyeongbae to the parents and then sharing the holy food, you know? And then also uh, sharing about the Jesus alive and then cake cutting ceremony. I think we need to have some certain kind, certain, you know, beautiful uh, tradition style and they really become very, very holy. And then when I appear with uh, Santa Claus uh, uh, clothes and my grandchildren just shouting and they are very, very happy to see grandpa become Santa Claus and then giving the present, giving the gift to each one of the grandchild. Wow, they are so excited. 
you know, I didn't have a chance to, you know, share with my family, but I, it, it is a really, really, really wonderful time. I feel God's presence here. And then we are just now here, according to Australian time, we just now uh, finished the dinner and we prepare food together. Wow, wow, wow. This is a beautiful time. And also we think about the Jesus life as well. And today I'd like to talk about the ideal home world peace from True Mother's uh, Anthology, Volume 2. Let's start. The ideal home and world peace. The reason people strive for everlasting, unchanging love between a husband and wife, yet can't yet can't seem to achieve it, is Adam and Eve's original separation from God. The fall, which was caused by false love and adultery. The reason the original sin is inherited throughout the generations, and the reason we, in what the Bible calls the last days, are witnessing wide scale immorality and family breakdown, is all due to this. What God dislikes the most is when a person goes against the law of love and becomes immoral. The question to you is, who has a solution to the problems of youth, family breakdown, and teenage pregnancy that are so prevalent in both the East and the West? These phenomena are more fearful than starvation, war, or any disease. Why is that? These problems are not just our problems today. They are the problems that will destroy humanity's hope in future generations. Today's immorality has direct consequences for our descendants. The home provides elements that are necessary for a child's internal development. The basic characteristics and attitude toward life are formed at home. Babies are born with a natural ability to receive love. Even after a few months, children can differentiate their mother's loving embrace from another woman's. They grow up naturally experiencing love from parents and from brothers and sisters. People's ethics and character are mostly formed through the love and happiness they experience with the members of their families. Parents' life, as seen by children, especially the parents' love relationship, has a critical role in their child's ethical development. Yes, thank you. The original scene of the sexual immorality is passed down through generations. Because of this, sexual immorality is becoming disordered and families are being destroyed as the last day come to an end. What God hates the most is breaking the law of love and being ethically wrong. However, fallen humans love the sexual immorality that God hates the most. It is because we were born of Satan, the ancestor of the lewdness. Today's immorality has direct consequences for our descendants. If the ancestors and parents have an adulterous background, the descendants or children inherit it as well. 
conversion of lineage means removing the adulterous mind and, and converting it into a pure mind. The home provides elements that are necessary for a child's internal development. The basic characteristics and attitude toward life are formed at home. All the peoples of today's society, nation, and world ultimately originate from the family. Therefore, when the family is sound, all environments are supposed to improve. People's ethics and characters, character are mostly formed through the love and happiness they experience with the members of their families. Parents' life as seen by children, especially the parents' love relationship has a critical role in their child's ethical development. Therefore, a broken family becomes a problem. As children grow, they must receive as much love from their parents and siblings as possible. And a living uh, divine principle, uh, the power of love, the power uh, of the principle and God's commandment. Let's study. The power of love, the power of the principle and God's commandment. The power of love and the power of the principle in the human fall. Human beings are created through the principle, and they are meant to live according to the way of the principle. Therefore, it cannot be the force inherent in the principle would induce a person to deviate from the way of the principle and cause him to fall. This may be compared to a train which cannot run off track unless, aside from a breakdown in the track or locomotive, some outside force stronger than the train's forward momentum collides with it and pushes it in a different direction. Similarly, the force inherent in the principle guides human beings' growth in the proper direction. But if some stronger force from a different direction and with an unprincipled purpose collides with them, they will surely fall. The force stronger than the force of the principle is none other than the power of love. While human beings are in the state of immaturity, it is possible that the power of unprincipled love can induce them to fall. Without God's love, there is no way to establish the true four position foundation, which is the purpose for which we were created. Hence, Love is truly the source and wellspring of our life and happiness. Although God created human beings based on the principle, he governs us through love. Accordingly, in order for love to fulfill its proper role, its power must be stronger than the power of the principle. If the power of love were weaker than the power of the principle, human beings would pursue the principle more than the love of God. For this reason, Jesus tried to raise his disciples with the truth, but it was his love that saved them. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. <clears throat> While human beings are in the state of immaturity, it is possible that the power of unprincipled love induced them to fall. Therefore, 
love God more than anything else. That's why Jesus is talking about his first commandment. You know, you need to love the Lord God, you know, with your, all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. We call that as a filial piety. If you love God more than anything else, that is a show, that is a filial heart. If you have the filial heart, you can win over any difficulties, even any fall, can prevent the fall through filial piety. There must be a uh, you know, habitual life of inquiries, report, and counseling. Uh, human responsibility is the RCC. Just now I'm saying that RCC means always report and counseling and contact. This is very important. If Adam and Eve keep this kind of the RCC role, RCC role, they never fall. That were any issues, any problem, then you need to report. Heavenly God, I got this kind of temptation. What shall I do? Need to report. But Adam and Eve did not report. They decided everything by themselves. No counseling, no contacting, and then everything decided by themselves. That is the problem. That's why in our you know, daily life, if you keep the system of the RCC, then God really protect you. No report, always you know, uh, make the serious problem. No counseling and no contacting, always having the problems. Therefore, must be armed by God's word. What is in God's word is what is in God's love. As long as you have God's word, you will be protected by God because God's word is God's love. You should thoroughly get a dominion by Abel. Always you need to have a artistic relationship with your Abel. Then you can overcome any temptation and problems. You don't have a artistic Abel. Whenever you face some difficult issue, especially chapter two issue, not is to overcome. That's why you need to have really good relationship with you, with your artistic able. When a dangerous environment comes to you, for example, woman come to me, woman really tempt to me, man tempt to woman. This is kind of the dangerous environment. What's the best way? First of all, you need to separate from that environment. You do not separate from that environment. Surely you, you know defeated by you know your opponent you need to think about that any i guess you know some boy and girl very close and then you you ask able what shall i do what shall i do best way the first one let them separate okay physically change environment need to have distance first of all what to do first of all you need to separate physically and then they put together and then saying how to overcome. You know the power of love greater than any other things. You cannot do it. Cannot do it. Okay, one thing I forgot. Okay, and also for our father and before he going to spiritual world and he really guides us. Now era of the restoration is over. Now is the era of the God's original creation. And then our second generation should be, should receive the blessing between 16, 
16 and 20 years old, between 16 to 20. In the beginning, many parents are struggling this in Korea and then don't know, you know, how to adjust their immature and that. But I really absolutely obey the true parents' word. And all my three children, you know, under 20 years old, they received a blessing. I initiated them in Asia. Most of them are Asian of the second generation, married between 16 and 20 years old. I think the problem is much, much reduced. That's why I think when you're second generation or third generation become 13 years old, 13 to 16, at least 30 years, need to educate to your children one by one, individually, thoroughly, why you need to prepare blessing, why you need to receive blessing earlier. You need to educate very properly. I really appreciate true parents. True parents, you know, save my family. I absolutely follow true parents' guidance. Your children should be matched between 16 to 20. I did. In the beginning, many, even, you know, my relatives and, and many people worry about, oh, you know, that is too early. But when I try and really seriously educate them, wow, I never regret it. This time I came to home, I really, really appreciate that. Appreciate true father that direction. The power of love and the power of the principle and God's commandment. Let's read. Heavenly honey. God created God all created things all. with his words. The Bible says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. Therefore, all the creatures are to live and multiply, centering on God's words. That is the principle of creation. Thus, humankind was created through the principle and to live on a track of the principle. The word is the principle and the love of God. Therefore, in order to always be within the realm of the principle and love, we must live together with the word and be armed with the word. If you possess the word, the power of God's love will always protect you. Yes. If you possess the word, the power of God's love will always protect you. Without studying God's word, you know, without keeping God's word in your heart, there is no way to protect yourself. God's word is a very powerful giving incredible stimulation to you. That's why always you need to meditate God's word, always living together with God's word. Today also very important guidance about the today's youth ministry. When you read the word, find God's heart behind it. So let's just start. How God protects and helps me. The mother is the center of love in the family. As a center of love, the mother must offer so much jangsang that she is always guided by the spirit world through her dreams. Now that the good spirit world is mobilized, it is doing its best to help and protect us so that we don't go wrong. So how do I ensure that heaven always protects me? First of all, we must arm ourselves with God's word. You must also arm, we must always 
arm yourself with the word and meditate, which is the condition for the spirit world to work with you? What are the conditions that must be set in our hearts? We must always conceive and live by the word of God. Then God can have a reciprocal relationship with us. If the word is not conceived in my heart, God cannot work through me. If the word is not in us, we can never grow. This is the same as the body cannot live without food. Without the word, my spirit self cannot grow. Yes. Now is the age of love. In the age of love, mothers must be at the center. As the center of love, the mother must offer so much sincere devotion, which is a jongsong that she is always guided by the spiritual world through her dreams. You must not guide your children in a humanistic way, more than any moral concept, tradition, or knowledge or mother's sincere devotion should enable her children to dream and receive spiritual guidance. When mother, when mother raise up, you know, her children very well. If mother put a lot of jangsong, children always have a dream. So you, you know, okay, then really inter interpret very well our children's dream. You have to be careful this, be careful that. And then they do not follow parents' guidance. Something happened. Then from the young time, they know that, wow, if I do not follow mother's direction or father's direction, then having some problem. This is really the right way how to raise up our children. You must guide your children from an early age to feel that incidents will happen if you if you act with a self-centered attitude, even though it was shown spiritually through dreams. Now, uh, the, now that the good spiritual world is mobilized, it is doing its best to help and protect us so that we don't go wrong, my brothers and sisters, my brothers and sisters. That's why I am telling you, wow, you know, my daughter always have a very often dream. So really God guide her. You know, when mother become the champion of the Jungsung, and then children always have a dream. And was a mother herself have a dream. Today you have to be careful car. Today you don't go somewhere. Mother become spiritually very, very sensitive. And then children don't care. My mother always saying like that. My father is always saying like that. Then they something happen, they start to realize that, wow, I did not listen to my mother's word. I did not listen, uh, did not uh, you know follow the you know my dream. Something happened. When children, when children grow up, have this kind of spiritual experience. They never run away. Never run away. That's why to not raise your children just on a humanistic way. Mother spiritually have to be very, very sensitive. Then that is a way can protect, you know, her children. And the next thing is so, you know, uh, uh, you know, how do I ensure that heaven always protects me? First of all, 
we must arm ourselves with God's word. You must always arm yourself with the word and meditate, which is the condition for the spiritual world to walk with you. Whether we are sleeping or waking up, we must always conceive and live with the word of God in our heart. You must always live with the keyword of the word and meditate on them. Then God will walk through me. That's why someone is to not study thoroughly God's word. You don't have any kind of keyword, just only live according to the environment. I am telling you, you are always subjugated by environment. Then your spiritual life, no guarantee to grow up. This is because the world is God's substitute, substitute and God's love. Therefore, if the world is not conceived in my heart, God cannot walk through me. If the world is not in us, we can never grow up. This is the same as the body cannot live without food. Without the word, it is like there is no spiritual food. So my spirit self cannot grow. Next. I alone must find the word that will become the life of my spirit self. Then how do I digest well the word that enters me and make it the strength of my heart? It totally depends on my attitude and choice. If there are many side dishes on the table, it is the same as choosing which one to eat. Koreans taste the soup first, then they choose one of the side dishes and taste it. Next, they put the rice in their mouth and they chew it over and over again to taste it. Likewise, once the word enters your heart and moves you, you must meditate and digest the word over and over again. Then those words that inspired you make you happy. As if you were eating a delicious meal, there is something that touches your heart when you read or listen to the word. Therefore, I alone must find the word that will become the life of my spirit self. For example, if you are moved by the word filial piety, you should determine to become a mother of filial piety. And from the perspective of filial piety, you must think about how God will view your family. We have to find out on our own. Yeah. Then how do I digest well the word that enters me and make it, it, make it the strength of my heart? Once the, word, once the word, God's word, enters your heart and moves you, you must repeat and meditate on the word over and over and again and again and again. Meditation. When you really move by word, and then you can find out, you know, uh, you know which word is really inspire you. That word become your key word. And then you need to really thinking, and then meditate that kind of that keyword again and again and again. Just as uh, just as the more you choose rice, the more you taste it, and the, the more you meditate on the word that moved you, the more you realize its deep meaning and become very happy. 
as if you were eating a delicious meal like this, when you read or listen to the word and there is something that touches your heart, you should meditate on it as a keyword. So that meditation should become prayer. That's why, you know, which one is really touch your heart and then meditate and then continuously thinking from, you know, from morning and in, uh, until evening, continuously thinking about it. And then when you really realize something, you can feel incredible joy and happiness and become your energy, stimulate your, your heart so much. You know, that's why Bible said, you know, God's word is more delicious than honey. Huh? Do you feel that? Yeah. When you realize something by God's word, you can liberate. You can feel incredible joy and happiness. That is the, you know, the taste of the God's word. More delicious than honey. Next. When you read the word, find God's heart behind it. I must think about how God views my family's situation. Will God be at peace with my family? Or would he worry? I need to know this through my heart and conscience. Centering on the word of God, you must find out how God sees your family and circumstances by yourself. When you look in the mirror, do you want to see the mirror itself? Or do you look to see what you look like? When I try to see how the mirror is made, I cannot look at myself in the mirror. Then, when you read the word, do you read to find God's heart behind it? Or do you just try to gain knowledge of the word through letters? Or are you just trying to read a book? I have to make effort to find how my heart feels behind the words. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. Centering on the word of God, you must find out how God sees your family and circumstances by yourself. Then when you read the word, do you read to find God's heart behind it? Or do you just try to gain knowledge of the word through the letters? Or are you just trying to read a book? I have to make effort to find how my heart feels behind the word. When you read the divine principle, you need to read God's mind, God's heart. This is the point, you know. As you read the exposition of divine principle, you must read God's heart. Do not read the word intellectually. You must read the heart of God behind the words. You must know how to read God's heart when he created man and all things God's sorrowful heart when human beings fell. And God's heart of the suffering and pain when he restores fallen human beings. When you read the word, all the words that are not connected in your heart will flow away. My brothers and sisters, this is a really important point, right? Whenever you redo, whenever you do hundoke, any word is not touch your heart, just flows away. That's why you need to think that which word stimulate you and move you. 
centering of that content, you need to really chew again and again, again, like a cow, and chew again and again and meditate. And then you can understand more deeper. And you can really understand God's heart in behind. That's why God's word will, God's word, word will become really powerful. You can overcome any kind of trial, any kind of difficulties and persecution. There it is the power of God's word. Because God's word is what? God's love. That's why when you read God's word, you are eating God's, word, God's love. The more you read God's word, the more you having a you, you, you have more chance to eat God's word. God's word is very, very powerful. And, and those who do not, uh, do not study God's word, seldom study God's word, not much relate to God's word, it is impossible for his face or her face can grow up. It is impossible. That's why God's word is God himself. God expressed his word. You know, uh, uh, he, God expressed his love through his word. We need to understand about that. So today I talk about when you read the word, find God's heart behind it. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dr. Young. <laughs> today you talked about keyword. Uh, my keyword today is to find the keyword. And uh, <laughs> I like RCC, very easy to remember, report counsel and contact. Thank you, Dr. Mm. Young, for Christmas message. All right, brothers, so we're going to go into our testimonies. Uh, today, we're going all the way to Rochester, Rochester, uh, New York, to hear from Rich Rangala, who is the CARP president, who will be sharing about his experience in starting that chapter. So let's welcome up Rich Rangala. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Rich Rangala, and I will be sharing a CARP testimony. Uh, let me share my screen. Yeah, so my name is Rich Rangala, and I am a student at RIT, which stands for Rochester Institute of Technology, and it's a school in upstate New York. I do dorm there, and my family lives in New Jersey, so times I do drive back and forth to New Jersey. So this is me, and this is Eric Choi, who is a third gen who goes to RIT as well. So the idea of starting CARP uh, began when I was I was part of YCLC New Jersey and you know we were visiting churches uh, supporting ACLC and I partook in a 43 day devotion condition. Uh, it was 40 days of purity and a three day fast and my second day of fast was when I had to go back to school and it was a new year new school year you know, new dorms uh, new roommates and uh, began getting to know my roommates and I wasn't too happy with the behavior of one of my roommates. And I began thinking to myself, like, how would God feel if you knew something that would potentially help someone, but you're keeping quiet about it. So that was the initial spark that uh, made me uh, want to start cup at RIT. So, yeah. So in order for you to start a club at RIT, you need an advisor. And I remember during my first year at RIT, I 
took a class in moral philosophy and he was my professor. He's called Professor Colin. Uh, so there's this uh, theory that we used to debate about um, during his office hours. It's called the divine command theory. It states that all moral actions stem from God and God is the judge of you know human morality and stuff. And how modern philosophers uh, disagree with this because morality is not something based off of how a being feels like. So I began thinking about how what the divine principles take was was on this, and I you know we read the divine principle, and I you know did my own research as well, uh, and you know we engaged in office hours based off of my understanding of the divine principle. Because according to my understanding of the divine principle, um, yeah, so after the fall of man, after the fall of man, you know, the human conscience was really low comparable to animals and lower life forms. And once as God, as the human history was progressing and, you know, God was restoring human beings, you know, our level of conscience and our moral our level of morality as well was uh kind of like expanding and like improving as human history was was uh moving on you know went from the bottom of the formation stage to the top of the formation stage now we're at the top of the growth stage and we can already see the improvements that has been made as we observe uh past humans you know human beings in the past were I remember one day I was watching a documentary about, um, I think it was the ancient Mayans and stuff like that. They were, yeah, it was like really brutal, you know, sacrificing and all that. So, uh, so I guess like the human conscience, like back then was like really, really low compared to the human conscience now, like in general, because even though that does happen sometimes, you know, in like different countries or like even, yeah. So that does happen, but, the overall hierarchy of humanity we have improved from in terms of like human morals and like yeah from where we used to be to where we are now now today we stand for you know human rights you know we value other humans and overall it has dramatically improved and i researched a little bit about this and i came upon the works of carl jung uh, Carl Jung is a philosopher slash psychologist from Sweden, and he talked about a theory called the collective unconscious, which states, uh, you know, said that human beings can like have a psyche that who called the unconscious mind that has been improving over time, just like evolution has been improving, that has made the species improve over time uh the unconscious mind has been like improving over time and unlike evolution which is based off of the survival for the fittest the unconscious mind which is you know responsible for human morals and stuff has been improving over time in a way but unlike evolution which is based off of survival for the fittest the according to young the there has to be a it must have been like a being who has been guiding an intelligent being who has been guiding the human collective mind from where we used to be in the past you know we used to be barbarians and stuff 
you know, our level of conscience in it, our level of conscience, conscience, our conscience was really low. And, you know, our level of sympathy and empathy towards others is really low compared to now in the overall, you know, collective humans. So, and yeah, uh, the reason I, and I elaborated this and I you know we discussed with my professor and he was taken back. You know, he was quiet for a while and you know, really thinking hard about this. And yeah, and also the reason I, research someone like Carl Jung as well is because if we have a firm understanding of the divine principle and if we look at human history through the lens of the principle we can be able to uncover uh able figures in different spheres of human of humans in either I don't know psychology or philosophy and if we study the works of these able figures it could help us uh, relate with the people in those spheres and it could also help us understand the divine principle much better so yeah i you know explained to my professor and yeah it was one really good class and yeah it was one of my best semesters at rit and uh yeah so this semester i reached out to my professor he does remember me and he did accept to be my carp advisor and mm. carp rit had its first carp talk on november 5th we had five Beautiful. guests including a graduate mm. student uh, we introduced CARP and we talked about, we introduced two parents, the founders of CARP, and we introduced uh, the Divine Principle. And uh, next mm. semester, uh, moving on, we will be doing one-on-one -on -one DP talks with them. Wow, so yes, uh, this has been my CARP testimony. I wow, uh, thank you yeah. very much, everyone. Thank you very much, Dr. Young and yeah. uh, everyone on Zoom. Yeah. So, wow, so Richie Rangala, well, really, really, you are really <laughs> yeah. challenging. You are doing very well. Good job. Thank you so much, uh, Amy Rangala's son, Richie Rangala. Hamzamira, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Rich. <laughs> that was incredible, incredible. The foundation you laid with your own professor for him to become your advisor, and of course, congratulations on hosting your first Carp Talk. Do not resemble my family, okay? My family is not the standard. We are still very far away to go, just externally living together. But when I see internal situation, we are still far away to go. And then I'm I'm so sorry to my children. I, I don't have much time to spend time with them. But now I came here. My job is the washing DC and cleaning and then taking care of the you know newborn my grandchild sometimes one hour and two hour and carry wow you know my job more difficult than uh, the continental director mission in my family my family is really front line wow taking care of the children not simple matter but i love that you know cleaning and only i cannot do cooking but uh you know taking care and then putting out the children outside here and there incredible joy even though very much hard work but incredible joy wow thank you so much i think let's do you know our our best to reach our heavenly uh, yes. parents and true parents standard 